everyone. Welcome to Underwear News Briefs, the podcast. I am Tim coming at you again, and this was a very special episode because it's another staff podcast. So we have just about everyone on the side except for Mark. Uh, we have John. Hello. Uh, we have Wes. Hello. And we have the newest writer, Michael. How's it going? So I guess we'll kick it off, and I guess we'll kick it off with Michael. He's our newest writer. He joined about a couple weeks ago. And he's been really good. We really enjoy having him on the show, um, on the show, and also the site. So, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Oh, I don't know. Let's say I go to school for marketing, and um, do a lot of stuff with cars, mainly customizing cars. So, I usually customize anything in my life. So, I figured why not customize my clothing? So, of course, I found something as natural as underwear. So, yeah, that's my short, like, ten-second introduction. Cool. And what are your favorite underwear brands? Tell the people which ones you like best. Uh, definitely, of course. We we have to give a shout out to Alcibum, and then of course the article I wrote for Whittle and Sean shown there. Great brand, great fitting. And then um, let's see, GGO is good. And let's see, it's really all that's in my drawer right now. So oh yeah, Mundo Unico is good too. Oh yeah. So if I if I haven't butchered any names, then. Those are some good favorites. Cool. Yeah, we have some. Actually, you'll get some new ones because I'm sending out a bunch of the new review pairs coming up. We're getting reviews from Tribe, Mill Power, Candyman's coming up. Uh, we're going to get some from Life is Pants, uh, one pair from Boneware, and we're going to get some Joe Schneider Gigo, and we're getting more Unico, which I've got to, eat, to talk to them tomorrow. So, so look at the site in the next few weeks. You'll see a ton of new reviews. So they'll be starting in about two weeks. So, so we have some exciting things coming up at the site. If you may have noticed, since December, we sort of changed the format of the site, and we've gotten a lot of positive feedback about it. Uh, we're now doing all the sales in one post, with occasional sale mixed in there, depending on what's going on. And we have a lot more content. Uh, we hope you're enjoying that. And John can tell you one of the exclusives we have coming up starting next week. Yes, I'm actually very, very excited about that. Um, we were actually contacted uh, by Greg uh, Home, and we have been granted their exclusive uh, 2010 preview uh, for their launch next week. The line actually launches next Friday, um, and he actually sent us uh, today – uh, sent us over some pictures, uh, their full uh, catalog um, that I was told to keep under lock and key until next uh, Friday. So I've um, got some really, really cool stuff. Um, I've looked through the catalog. I can tell you right now that there is, um, if you're if you're a fan of them at all, um, you're going to love what they have coming up. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, they also gave us some pictures that we're going to be posting um, throughout next week uh, as our brief distractions. Um, and like I said, uh, if you like, uh, if you, if you've worked with them or, or, um, bought any of their products in the past, they are awesome. Um, so be looking for that. The only place you'll find it is on our website. So like I said, we've been granted the, uh, exclusive, uh, material for, for their launch next Friday. So, um, uh, be looking for that all next week. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Cool. Yep. We're happy about that. And one more thing before we get started really going is, I will be at Magic, which is the big 
convention show next week, Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So we'll have tons of stuff for Magic next week. So stay tuned for that. So let's move into the podcast. So does, there's, we haven't really set up a lot of things to talk about, but what's one thing started the new year? What's one brand or one pair that you have gotten that you've enjoyed or a favorite pair you guys have? Oh, well, I'll go first. I don't know. Definitely the um, the hipster line, or no, the lightning line from Aussie Bone. Okay. Great, especially in the hipster form. Mainly it's um, plaid. It's just great fitting and doesn't doesn't ride up at all. Definitely a favorite. Personally a favorite. Take most of our pictures in it. Yes, you have. You've seen them on Twitter. You've seen the pictures, I think. Yes, yes, indeed. How about you, Wes? Any good thing in the new year? Uh, probably the favorite that I had uh, was the Australian underwear that I reviewed, uh, Ristevsky. Uh, was it Ristevsky Machado? I, we apologize for uh, your name now because <laughs> none of us can say it. <laughs> Oh, crazy Americans. Crazy um, Americans don't know how to pronounce anybody else's name. <laughs> if it's not Smith, we're kind of screwed. Um, yeah, that was, they were a, a wonderful, wonderful feeling pair of underwear. Um, I loved wearing them. Uh, it, they, they wrap, they fit everywhere they needed to. That was the perfect thing. So they uh, fit like a glove. Yes, they did. Uh, I thought when I first saw them that I was going to have to change the way I normally dress, but I didn't once I got them on. Um, it, it was it was great. I mean, I, I love the the width of the waistband as well. I'm a lover of wide waistbands. And to me, it it's just it finishes off a pair of underwears to have a very outstanding uh, waistband, and with the big lettered, big bold letters on their waistband, uh, just made them look, made them stand out even more to me. Yeah, I like a good waistband too, but our readers know that if they read the site. So, <laughs> yeah. how, how about you, John? Any good pairs for the new year? I guess one of the one of the pairs that I've uh, had a chance to try is uh, ES Collection, um, and I have a pair of their briefs, and I also have a thong of theirs, and I like both of them. I have never tried ES Collection before, um, and I thought the briefs fit awesome. Um, they look great. Um, they feel great. Uh, I've worn them uh, to the gym, uh, exercising, everything, and they've held together awesome. It doesn't matter if you're just wearing them for every day or if you're wearing them to the gym or what you're doing. Um, they are they are awesome. Like I said, I've never tried them before, um, but I really, really like them, and I'm definitely going to be purchasing some more of those. Good deal. Yeah, they're a good brand. They're about to do their U.S. launch very soon. So we'll we'll be able to get them over here. So stay tuned, and we'll keep you posted on that. Mine, I guess, is my Unico. I love Unico. And they have a pair of trunks that every time I wear them, it's just one of those pairs you don't want to take off, and I forget which ones they are off the top of my head because they have such strange names for their underwear. I never can remember which one's which. But I reviewed them a while back. It was the blue trunk. And now I'm just drawing a blank. I would pull up the site, but it would crash my Skype, and that wouldn't be a good thing. So basically anything from Unico is good with me. So moving on, 
Is there any good trends you guys see coming up for the next year? Anything you see going on in men's underwear that you think is going to happen or you'd like to see happen? Um, I guess I'll, I'll start with that one. Um, one of the things um, that I saw, I, I know um, color has been really, really uh, popular. Um, I know last year we saw a lot of uh, more bright colors, the, the greens and the pinks and stuff like that. Um, I've, I've said it before. I'm a huge fan of purple. I think purple underwear is going to be huge this year. Um, we've already started to see some stuff with uh, Timoteo um, and some of the stuff that they're coming out there. So I think that's going to be a huge color this year. Um, and I think um, mesh I, you know, as much as as popular as it was last year, um, and looking at um, you know some of the other underwear brands that are, are coming out with their new collections for this year, I think mesh is still going to be big. Um, I don't think it's going to be um, all mesh uh, like it was last year, but there's definitely going to be some um, you know uh, underwear where, where you know whether it's the side panels or or the crotch or, or the butt part of the underwear is definitely going to be mesh. So um, I, I still see that as going to be a, a a big factor when it comes to men's underwear this year. Yeah, that caught on at the end of last year and still has not run its course. So we'll see a lot more mesh this year. And what about the West? You see anything, or you want to see anything in men's underwear this year? Um, what's the, I'm kind of like the color person too. I really want to see a lot of color. Um, I want to see um, maybe a lot of. I actually, I love camo, and I really want to see a lot of camo and different styles than just uh, what's out today. Um, I saw a type of underwear the other day. Uh, I cannot remember where it was at, but it was a pair of boxers that has that fit like briefs. Oh, is that the V brief? I think so. A brief underneath. You, brief underneath. Yeah. Do you remember where you saw that? Yeah. I thought that I thought it was a great idea. I mean, it was. I don't like the uh, the feel of boxers, but I do like to walk around in them. Though I do like to uh, just lounge around in them. But and if they will fit me like briefs do, I'll buy them in a heartbeat. Camo. Yeah, camo's been, I'm not sure if I'll see much camo this year. They've done it in like the last two years, but you never know because uh, Gigo's done it. Uh, who else? Joe Schneider did it. I know Aussie, Aussie Bomb. Bomb. Did. Yep, Soldier Collection. Uh, yeah. Justice Boys and a couple others have done it. So, well, but you never know. The thing about underwear being camo is. You know, we we kind of tend to like a lot of the skimpier ones, and if you wear a thong, there's not much material there to really say, "Oh, I'm wearing camo." <laughs> True. You know? So, where's the camo at? Well, you figure that out. <laughs> you gotta look, All right. <laughs> so, cool. I, I like a lot of loud colors. Maybe something more. I wish somebody would come out with a line of nothing but fluorescence. That would be great. That takes you back to the 80s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure fluorescents are starting to come back, so so you may actually see that. And you'll probably see that more in probably European or South American before you'll see it here. Yeah. So our underwear can be not on the cutting edge at times. There are certain companies out there that do a great job, but the general public's underwear is usually... A lot farther behind, so. 
Well, we live in a puritanical country, so. True. <laughs> True. But we do have some great designers here doing some good stuff. But all in all, the mass market stuff that you find at Walmart and whatnot is pretty plain. Get out your black lights because we're coming with our fluorescent undies. Is what we're <laughs> exactly. For the, for the black light parties now. That's that's right. That's right. And what so about... Actually, Mossy Dome actually has the glow line, too, that actually glows in the dark, so... Yeah. I, I saw that. Ozzy Bum does the really cool stuff. They are really doing all sorts of new stuff, and they just always impress me with what they come out with. So, and what about you, Michael? Anything you want to see in underwear this year? Well, I guess maybe not necessarily see in underwear physically, but maybe as from a company standpoint, to see more companies... I mean, I know I'm just a big Aussie Bum um, supporter, but definitely see a bigger role in terms of social media from companies. I know that Mudo Unico has a Facebook, and, of course, um, Aussie Bum, Joe, I think Joe Snyder, I think someone, no, maybe they, he doesn't. There's, I mean, there are a few other brands, the one that we couldn't pronounce earlier that was Australian, they have a Twitter. Yeah. But just, I mean, besides seeing colors, of course, but definitely seeing um, just a, a more involved with their community. But that's that's a pretty boring, lame response. But. No, I think, well, with Ozzy Bum doing such a good job at it, they started with their videos, which they've done an amazing job with video, and they've embraced Twitter and Facebook and everything else, so they're on top of it. And other companies are coming in and starting to do more with social media. Uh, Andrew Christian's doing some stuff. Uh, the rest of them are slowly getting into it. So I, think I, I agree. I, I think it comes back to, you know, Aussie Bombs kind of set the standard. Use, you know, like you said, Tim, they started out with their videos. Um, you're starting to see a lot more companies um, doing videos and, and posting those on, on YouTube. And, you know, I, I think Aussie Bomb is one of those companies that you got to watch because they, they've definitely set the bar and um, set the standard in the industry. And, you know, they're they're not just, you know, posting sales on, on Twitter either. They're interacting with their their fans. And I think that's that's helped them, you know, as far as you know, building their brand and, and building their reputation. I think Aussie Bomb in general, um, you know, since they've started their whole social media advertising, if you will. Um, you know, they've, I, I, I'm almost positive that they've seen their sales increase just because they've been so interactive in, in those different realms. Definitely. And then I said in the posting we did back at the first of the year, uh, trends for last year, uh, if Ozzy Bomb actually got a major market department store in the U S they would be unstoppable in the U S Pretty much. They would take over because right now the only place I know to get Aussie Bomb is directly through them for the U.S. Yeah, I think – I know that there's a – I'm pretty sure there's a store in L.A. because they mentioned – not like a literal Aussie Bomb store, but yeah. there's a store itself in L.A. Otherwise, I haven't really seen anything because I know that there's um, counterfeit concerns with a lot of stuff on eBay. So that's why most of the time it's just dealt through them directly. Yeah. So if they get like a Nordstrom's, uh, Dillard's – uh, Macy's, one of the big ones, and start carrying it. Because, like, in UK, they're in Harvey Nichols. They're in a couple of the department stores in Australia. They would sell tons more. But they're kind of, I guess they're taking it a little bit slower with expansion and probably smart for them to do that. But I think they'd be a major force in the U.S. market if they 
came in full fledged. So, yeah, that that's just my opinion. Hey, John, uh, since you said something about seeing purple, uh, the yes. new the new two exist contrast line for the spring twenty ten has uh, purple and gold as the colors. I, yeah, I saw that, and I think um, if I remember right, isn't uh, I'm probably getting my my collections mixed up, but isn't Scott Herman one of the the models for that? Uh, maybe maybe that's through Undergear. I know he's modeling something for Undergear, oh. uh, but yeah, I saw that I saw that too. Um, and I know, like I said, Timoteo, um, you know, they just launched a, a whole bunch of stuff, both their classic and their um, Quake line. Um, they have uh, purple in both of those, so I th- I really think purple is going to be a big color. Um, I'm with you, Wes. I think um, you know the brighter the purple, the better. None of this like uh, old high school worn out purple color, but the, definitely the bright, the the eye catching purple is going to be really popular. LSU purple. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Actually, that too exists. Uh... Kind of the spring line is the uh, LSU colors. I wonder if there's some kind of tie in there. Hmm, some think. sort of kickback. <laughs> There'll be a lot of sales in uh, Louisiana. Exactly. <laughs> or online. So, what else do you guys want to talk about? Anything pressing in underwear? Anything about the site you want to talk about? Let our readers and listeners know about. Well, um, if you look on the site, today I got the second part of the socks article up. That's Uh, what I was going to talk about. Yeah, that has been so fun. Um, Not only do I have a couple of drawers of underwear, but I have a couple of drawers of socks. Um, And, you know, socks, socks are a lot like underwear, there's so many different types, and there's so many different designs, and so many people have jumped on the bandwagon to figure out new designs to come out and make people, I guess, you know, help them express themselves. Because, you know, like, take, for instance, the Pulse Jock. Yep. Okay. Everybody, especially me, remembers what it was like growing up in the 80s. I don't know about you, Michael, but... <laughs> No, not, not, not exactly. I was born at the end of the 80s. So uh, you kind of came in a little bit late into the scene. Um, you know, back then it was nothing to go out on a basketball court or just walk around town and see people with socks pulled up over their calves with the color bands wrapped around them. And you, you kind of saw them just fade away and uh, – it got to the point where the only time you saw them is in uh, <clears throat> the adult industry. <clears throat> and uh, um, You mean so, art films? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, artistic expression films, yeah. Um, but now Pulse makes a jock that matches those socks. And if our friends over at Skivvies uh, sells both the jock and the socks to match with them. So um, that's one of the cool things that I'm really liking. Um, the other thing is there's people that just have started wearing socks just to wear them. You know, used to, you could see uh, the football socks or the soccer socks or football uh, socks 
you know, on the TV or on the field. And that's not the case anymore. Uh, I was walking around in Walmart. Uh, yeah, that's just Walmart. And the mall, West. I've seen it too. West shops at Walmart. <laughs> and uh, I've seen it at the mall too. And people would just be walking around with tennis shoes, shorts on, and the soccer socks. You know, and if you watch soccer at all or know anything about the players, those socks are very noticeable. I mean, you cannot ignore them when they're around you. Um, they're very loud, uh, lots of stripes, um, and unlike the normal stripes that are on the retro socks, like two or three stripes, uh, the soccer socks have about six on them. So, you know. And uh, the other thing is, uh, like, dress socks. Um, a lot of people go to work, and they're expected to dress in uh, business attire. And there have been sites, multiple sites, made for uh, business socks and uh, the models and stuff. And a lot of uh, models, underwear models even, uh, you see them lately in a pair of socks. So they're definitely not going to take a back seat to just underwear. And they're they're going to jump out there and make themselves noticeable in the men's fashion wear lines. True. Because socks and underwear kind of go hand in hand because so many guys mix their sock and underwear drawer together. So. Mm-hmm. so it's a good addition to have on the site. And somebody is coming out with a new sock line, and I don't remember who it is off the top of my head. Well, obviously, two exist is has done away with theirs. Yes, two exist has done away with their sock line, and I know a lot of people who are not very happy about that. And uh, somebody is coming out with a brand new line of socks, and I don't remember who it is right off the top of my head. Because Ginchgon, if you bought two pair, you got the matching pair of socks free. If you they did that a while back, so that was cool. Awesome. And I can just imagine what those would look like. They were, they had stars on them. <laughs> they were, they were different. They're like inch gaunch. They're different. Right. So, yeah. So socks is something fun. We're going to get to cover on the site because I think it kind of like, it goes hand in hand. Socks. And now guys are paying more attention to their underwear and socks. I was talking to a brand new designer uh, yesterday who were going to profile on the site and we were talking about colors and how guys, straight, gay, whatever, are now paying attention to their underwear where they weren't before. It's like no more are they getting tidy whities from Walmart and they're actually spending some money and getting some decent underwear. Thank God. So, which is a good thing, although I was, uh, there's a new guy that hopefully is writing for us from the UK, and we were talking too that the US market doesn't have a mid range underwear line. We have. The stuff we report on and then the stuff you get at Walmart. Target was the only one who was really doing it. But this past month, they did away with their Evolve line from 2Exist. Everything went on clearance. I know where you can find them. <laughs> yeah. So, and they were like a dollar when I was in there the other day. So, if you're a smaller, extra large, you could have cleaned up. <laughs> but I think the U.S. market could take a mid-range underwear line. I think we're at the point now where... Someone needs to come in at that price range, and they can make a fortune. Right. But that's just my opinion. 
Well, so I think I think that would be that could very well work here because, like you said, a lot of people are starting to pay more attention. Um, you're starting to walk into a store and see more packages of like, Hanes and Freddie the Loom and all that staying on the shelf instead of you know the colors where they they may not have as many on the shelf and. I don't know about y'all, but I've noticed that here lately a lot of stores seem like they're trying to get away from, like, the different colored briefs from just those uh, general brands. Like, I can't even go into a store now and find a pack of Hanes fashion briefs if I tried. Every one of them has, has gone to boxer briefs. And I guess more people now are starting to get used, for whatever reason, has started getting used to boxer briefs more than uh, just the briefs. And have you all seen that? Yeah, it's a trend more boxer briefs than briefs right now. That's for sure. Yeah, I I agree. And and along those same lines, too, I I think there's... You know, especially on the U.S. market, there's more of a status change. You know, I, I think people, you know, they know that there's other underwear out there. You know, they're not just limited to Hanes or Fruit of the Loom or anything like that. You know, when people walk around with their waistband showing, you know, they, you know, do you want, you know, Ginch Gaunch or Timoteo or Cal- even Calvin Klein, you know, showing versus, you know, Fruit of the Loom or Hanes. So I, I think people's perceptions have, have kind of changed of underwear too. And, um, you know, I think there's a certain level of status, you know, that people are after too when it comes to underwear nowadays that they didn't necessarily pay attention to in the past. Exactly. I completely agree as well. So I think I also think um, those um, Marky Mark ads a long time ago for Calvin Klein kind of pu- pushed them up in that soup's um, like elevated status. I don't know if any of you guys saw those, but oh yeah. Yeah, we there was a quite a few of us that would um, hold the magazines open at the ad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mom, I'm studying. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's and the whole underwear over the waistband thing has taken off the last probably four years with the low rise jeans. So, mm-hmm. so the more and more guys are paying attention to what they're wearing under the low rise jeans because they know the underwear is going to be showing over the top. That's right. Look at Schultz. They—that's their whole underwear line. It's made to go under their jeans. Yep. So they're not—they're not stupid. See that—that <laughs> that would have never worked years ago. It never would have. But now, as trends and fashion is changing, you know, yeah, that people can get away with that and a lot of people now are not tucking their shirts in as much as they used to because when i was growing up you just did not walk out the door unless you had your shirt tucked in and you know now there's a lot of people that are just you know being a little bit you know carefree and you know you'll see the people walking around they'll lift up their shirts and the underwear band is sticking up over their pants and yeah it's still kind of a new thing to me because once you get something stuck in your head, it's hard to change. So that's because you were a good Southern boy and you were told to do that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that too. I think it's also I think it's regional too how change is sweet because I think there's a sense of properness where you dress in the South, whereas over here in the Midwest we're we're pretty laid back folk. I think, but 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it's in in the south, out in the suburban and country areas. Uh, once you get uh, ITP and Atlanta, then you start seeing more of the was it the pants on the ground kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, General yeah. Pratt or whatever his name is. Yeah. So when when I heard that and I heard he was from Atlanta, I was like, "Good Lord, that is like the theme song of Atlanta." Because um, because you, you know for a while Atlanta City Council was thinking of voting a uh, what is it, a proposal to so that you could not wear your pants like sagging down like that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it was love it. it was getting really bad. It was getting to the point where people. I mean, you might as well just go to Atlanta and see people walking around with pants that were about maybe four inches above their knee. Yeah. Yeah. It it had gotten really bad. Yeah. So in that case, uh, that waistband line would not work. They would have to design the whole underwear. <laughs> So, you, yeah. you like those wide waistbands, though, right, Wes? Exactly. <laughs> he just doesn't like them 18 inches wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I wanted to do that, I would just buy some of those. What is it? Uh, is it 2 Exist or CN2? I think it's 2 Exist that makes those uh, uh, oh. shape-enhancing yeah. underwear. 2 Exist. Yeah. The, the Form Contour Pouch Brief. That's it. <laughs> yeah. The that underwear has, that the underwear that almost goes up to your nipples, yeah. Yep. So we're approaching thirty minutes. So I guess we'll wrap this up. I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast, and we're going to do a lot more of these with staff members, either all of us or mix and match, who's ever available or whatnot. So we'll hear a lot more of these in the future. So as always, you can check us out at underwearnewsbriefs.com and we thank you for reading and listening and we will have a new podcast for you soon. Bye everyone.